Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Mail-In Podcast, the Female-In Podcast. I'm your host today, Sally DeFries, um, and we have with us my own sister, Lily Betcher. Lily, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, teening it up. You're teening it up? Teening it up, teen life. Oh, okay. Not protein, quarantine. Got it. And we also have Alyssa Ruff. How you doing, Alyssa? Hi, Sally. Thanks so much for having me. I'm doing well, as good as can be. It's fun. We're in a video chat. We can see each other. And thankfully, we've convinced all the other members of Wash Media that no one will see this video because <laughs> none of the three of us are wearing makeup currently. <laughs> and I don't even want to ask Lily how many days it's been since she's washed her hair. I actually washed my hair yesterday. Thank you very much. But before that, it had been my world don't record of time. What I is it? Don't, we don't need people coming at Lily. I'll there. tell you. I'll tell you offline. <laughs> it was my record, though personal record. That's disgusting. Okay, a couple uh, things to get out of the way. Everyone, go ahead and subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Make sure to rate us and review us. Uh, the hotline number is eight 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 three six two M A I L. That's eight 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 three six two six two four five. You can also write in questions at the link in the Twitter or Instagram bio. Our at is at mail and podcast. That's M A I L. Uh, send us all of your questions, quarantine or not related. We're happy to answer them. We're gonna have lots more of these female and additions, I'm sure, in the future. Ladies, any anything to get off your chest before we start this up? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> you, have something on your chest? you need to get off your chest? I, no, let's, let's go. For it. Okay. First question. What's up guys. How's your quarantine diet changed with only going to the store once a week. It's tough to keep fresh veggies and such around. Love ya. Bye. Uh, I'll start with this one. This has changed a lot for Will and I, because Will usually will goes to the store like once every other day. Or once a day because we don't like to keep groceries in our fridge because I feel like they go bad. So pre-quarantine, we were going to the store for whatever we need, like maybe for dinner that night and lunch the next day and not really planning out far ahead. So it's caused me to have to meal plan a lot more and prep and keep things around that I wouldn't normally. Um, But I think that you can easily do that if you kind of have your shit together maybe follow some resources on Instagram, get some good recipes and maybe like aim to make three or four meals and then just be cool with eating leftovers. What do y'all think? I agree. I don't know. Like I have been in the habit of, I always go to the grocery store on Sundays and just prepare for the week. Cause I hate running to the store after work. So most of the time I typically just make one run a week or I try to. So it hasn't changed as far as our diet goes. I don't feel like it's changed that much. Obviously we're having to cook more. I feel like what's changed for me more than anything is that I am drinking significantly more than I was originally. I'm yeah. having to like, really like be like, no, two glasses of wine, Elizabeth, that's it. Like, and then you need to back off of it. So, um, it's, I don't know when you get bored, I feel like yeah, it's easy to drink. I almost poured a drink. It's like two Oh nine right now. So <laughs> you needed a little, a little female and beverage. Exactly. Uh, I would say, 
the other day and it looked like y'all had cleaned out your fridge for the first time in like three years. So I, I know I was going to say, I don't necessarily think it's changed. I'm like, Alyssa, I can't believe you and will go to the store every other day. That's like drives me. I would go crazy. I hate when I like even am wanting to make something and have to go to the store because I forgot something three days ago. But so we still are like Alyssa and that we go once a week. I feel like though you can still eat pretty healthy. This guy said he's like eating like trash, but like if you get <laughs> big bags of veggies and stuff, they're usually last seven to 10 days. So we've just been, I've been more planning what we're going to try to make in the week and then like get like two big bags of lettuce or whatever for the salads for however many times we need them. But, um, I, I haven't been drinking as much cause Drew's not drinking, but I was going to say I have been snacking way more, <laughs> which is like the word, like every hour I'm like, Ooh, probably time for a snack when I don't really <laughs> need it. But just because you're, you're here and it, it's like, I keep thinking of the Grinch thing when he's like, am I just eating because I'm bored? <laughs> like yes. that is literally what I'm doing. Yesterday I had a bowl of granola at like 4 PM for no reason because it <laughs> sounded good. One thing I've been I like about a lot. veggies and like produce. Cause I think that's what is stressing people out. I tend to buy produce that I know will be good for a week. Like I feel like an apple or something a week later, I am not like, eh, is this going to be okay? Versus like spring mix gets kind of iffy of avocados. Like you got to eat that right then. So if we're going to have a salad that day or something that I can't cook, it's something that's going to be fresh. That's usually the day that we go to the grocery store the right after everything else is stuff that we're roasting or sauteing later in the week, like bell peppers or zucchini or broccoli, anything that I don't want to eat raw, but if I'm going to eat it raw, I'm eating it probably the day that I get it or the day after. Yeah. I'm planning it out where you like get the lettuce for like today and tomorrow I'll make salads and then we'll get broccoli for Thursday or whatever. I wanted to clarify that I was at your house earlier this week. We were not seeing each other. Lily was out on a walk and I let myself into her house so that I could borrow her sandwich to make. Yeah. Sally's adhering to the sandwich while she was gone. So. We have yet to see each other in weeks. She also had my mom drop off a banana loaf pan or a loaf pan for her to make banana bread. And this is how it went down. My mom dropped it off on the front porch and left. Drew got said loaf bread and washed it out <laughs> with like soap and water and then put it back on the porch for Sally to get it. And then we went on a walk and Sally came by and got it. So it was one wash between every touch, but two, no, no handoff was made. Exactly. You got to, you got to keep it clean in these times, you guys. Okay. Uh, we're going to hear from Will for just a second for oh, Will. An this is Will from the noted circling back podcast and Sunday scaries podcast. Great to be here, ladies. Uh, we're going to get some official business out of the way. We're going to talk about Omax health. Living with chronic pain is the worst. It's more than a feeling of discomfort and can affect your whole life. Many of our listeners probably have some type of pain that's prevented them from relaxing or sleeping or even stop them from exercising. Or perhaps it's just been an ongoing for a few weeks now and it has not improved with any of the treatments they've tried. I got good news. Enter Omax Health. If you're trying to get rid of nagging muscle or joint pain immediately while providing long-lasting recovery, then you need to try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution, cryo-free CBD roll-on developed by Omax Health. I'll pull back the curtain here a little bit. I'm a big fan of this product and the worst part about being out of our studio is that I don't just have it laying around our uh, apartment like I do in the studio every day. Uh, Brett and I, I don't, Brett's also a co-host of this podcast a few times. 
he and I would just rub it all the time on ourselves. And I should have taken some from the studio. Unfortunately, I did not do that. And given that I've been working out more under this uh, quarantine, I could take some of this pain and get rid of it if I just had some of that 100% natural CBD-powered remedy that works its magic within 10 minutes of application with relief that lasts up to eight hours. Omax Health is offering our listeners 20% off a full bottle of cryo-free CBD pain relief roll-on plus free shipping. This discount also applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter promo code RANDY, R-A-N-D-Y, that is omax, O-M-A-X, health.com, and enter code RANDY to get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. And if you're still not sold, they've even got professional golfer Kyle Stanley, Sally's favorite golfer, using cryo-free CBD to recover both on and off the course. You got to go try it. Big fan over here. Throwing it back to Sally. All right. Thanks, Will. Stay tuned for the next question. Wait, I just uh, realized. I like, are y'all in the apartment staring at each other across the table? We are right across each other at our eyes. <laughs> I saw Sally look up like above the laptop camera, and then I saw Will reciprocate the look. And I was like, oh, they're right next to each other. Yeah. Great, Abby. Okay. This next one is actually a perfect question for us ladies. Um, okay. I was supposed to be going on a bachelorette party at the end of April. That's now canceled due to COVID concerns. Unfortunately, the Airbnb host is only giving us a 50% refund. The maid of honor put the whole thing on her card to begin with, and only myself and two other bridesmaids out of 12 total guests have paid her so far. I told the group that everyone needs to split the 50% we have to pay evenly because I don't think the maid of honor nor those of us who got our payments in early should be punished while the other ladies get off scot-free because they were late to get their Venmo's in. What do you guys think? If you agree with me, what's the best way to communicate this to the group? So I was going to say that I don't know if they've tried to reschedule this trip yet. It probably would be worth trying to just reschedule at the same place. I don't know. That might just, they might be thinking, oh, uh, that's the first thing we tried and we just couldn't. But I mean, even if you have to go after y'all get married um, or after they get married, that would still be a fun trip for all the girls to take together. Um, so I would say, A, first try to reschedule it. But if if you can't and y'all you are having to pay that 50%, I really think everyone needs to be on board with this and uh, split it up and pay it evenly. Even It's only 50%. It could have been way worse. You could have been stuck with the entire bill. Um, so I think the polite, I guess, way to do it is send direct texts. And there's a very kind, like, polite way to do it that like, yeah, we get it. It sucks that we are not going to get to go on this trip. But at the end of the day, you were going to have to spend that money anyway, because you were planning on going. So you should have at least the funds to do it. And maybe, uh, I mean, hopefully you'd be able to reschedule it. That would be the best bet. But I think right. you got to reach out for a text at least. And I agree. You guys so gotta pay. Everyone yeah. has to pay. They were planning to pay yeah. it anyways. It sucks. But there's so many people that are having to cancel trips and stuff right now that you have to just pay your part. Right. We, I actually was supposed to be on a bachelorette party this weekend in Miami and, um, it, we moved it weeks and weeks ago with the intent to reschedule it in May and then realize that that's obviously not going to happen either. And one of the girls just reached out. We had already paid for the hotel and a boat and, um, uh, one of the girls reached out, Venmo us back our money for the hotel. They're still trying to get money from the boat. But I think everyone who was attending was like, listen, 
we we paid for it already. We're not going to make one person take the fall just because of all of this. Um, and normal people should understand that. Obviously, you don't have to get your friend who's the bride involved. But like, if she no. needs to reach out to her friends and be like, y'all can't be idiots. Like, don't let my maid of honor pay for this. But hopefully it won't come to that. Just send out a nice text. Be like, I think that we all need to pay our share. This sucks. Hopefully, like, we can keep working on it and try to get people's money back. But, I mean, I totally agree with you, Alyssa. I've gotten some questions about what to do in these kind of circumstances. People are rescheduling their weddings and trips and bachelor and bachelorette parties. I think that it's totally acceptable to do it after you get married. People still want mm -hmm. to party. People still want to celebrate you. Especially 100%. in the current climate. So, obviously, best case scenario is ask everyone to pay and then continue working with Airbnb or whoever the owner is to try to get your money back or reschedule to a later date. But I, I don't think that there is even a, a way that you could come off. I mean, people might perceive it as rude, but you are still right in asking for people to pay. And I think you can send it first in, if you have like already have a group thread for the group, I think you can send it there first and just be like, Hey, this sucks but here's what it came down to. Here's what everyone owes. Please message me separately if you have any questions. I don't think you right. necessarily have to go to each person unless there is a problem and then you handle it one-on-one, -on -one, but. And then we're going to small claims court. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to court. I'm <laughs> coming after you. <laughs> after you. The loan shark. When I see you at this wedding that's been moved to October, I will come after you. <laughs> I mean, if that goes to everyone out there, obviously this situation sucks for a lot of different reasons. Like the bride's party is getting canceled. People are spending money that they're not even getting anything out of it. People are already worried about money. But if you have the funds and you can pay so that not somebody else isn't having to cover you, like do it and don't be a shitty person about it. Like everyone's going through it. It's not one person's fault. This is a freaking like disaster. So the only thing I... Mike could bring up is like, I guess it's absolutely possible that one of these girls lost their job and now they're like, they're out of an income and they're having to like, look at that. I could see that, but then maybe you set up like a payment plan or something yeah. of that sort. I don't think you can totally get out of not paying at all. Um, and thank God it's just 50%. But of course, I suppose you'd want to be sensitive to uh, the differing, uh, jobs of people and they might right. just have lost their job. So, but there's gotta be some way to work that out. I and would imagine. All, those situations are all individualized. So I think what Lily right. said is a great idea. Like send a text, ask people to pay, ask them to email you separately if they have an issue and then, you know, take up those issues right. one by one. And hopefully, I mean, I think that there are going to be a lot of changes with people's Airbnb credit card, et cetera, policy towards some of these things. So hopefully since it's at the end of April, y'all can keep working to try to get some of that money back. Yeah. Okay. The next question is a voicemail. What's up guys? It's Trev Cat. Uh, got a little issue here that I don't know how to handle. Uh, my best friend and his family like refuse to social distance. Um, he keeps like showing it off on social media and inviting me to come over and partake in stuff. Um, obviously I refuse cause I'm trying to keep people safe, especially my dad. 
Um, so I don't really know how to handle it. I can tell he's getting upset and it's kind of driving a wedge between us. Uh, I don't want to lose my best friend. So, um, any help will be appreciated. Uh, love the pot. This sucks for mm-hmm. this guy and his friend. I mean, his friend shouldn't be doing it, but I think, and this is coming out on what today's April 2nd, maybe, in the next few days, I don't know where this guy lives. They're going to issue stay-at-home stuff for people. But that still has not stopped some of the people that I know from going. I I think people in the beginning of all of this kind of thought more like, oh, I'm staying in versus I'm staying home. It's like one thing to not go to restaurants and bars, et cetera. But it's also you have the – like you need to also be staying at your own house with the people that you live with. That's it. As science has shown is one of the reasons like Will and I really have not seen anybody since this started is because I am exposed to it as a healthcare worker. So if I expose Will and then we'll see somebody or I see somebody, even if it's in our small circle, we don't want to put those people at risk. So it also sucks because this guy clearly gets it, but his friend doesn't. And that's like, especially hard. Cause I think we all are used to like talking to our parents about it being like, okay, you really have to stay in. You need to be healthy. I think that was hard for people in the beginning, but your own friend, like it's really frustrating for one person to be doing it and somebody else to not be doing it. Somebody, uh, on Instagram equated it to like a group project, like one person pulling their weight and the other, just like sitting back and letting everyone else do it for them. And I feel like this is a very good example of that. I don't know. What are y'all thoughts? I a hundred percent agree with you, Sally. It's, I know it's really tricky when you have your best friend, someone that you love and are very close with not adhering to these policies and these like highly, uh, or these like recommended things that we should really be doing. Um, because it comes off as just selfish at the end of the day. And you're like, why can you not like, you shouldn't be around like your entire family right now. Y'all shouldn't be having people over to the house right now. Even like it's just frustrating because if the longer people don't do it, the longer we have to do it. Um, And it's, it sucks. It sucks for everyone. Nobody likes this. This is fun for no one. Um, So if we can just like hunker down and do it now, then there's gotta be a way to do it again. Like I said, in the, the previous, uh, question that we had, there's got to be a sensitive way to approach this. Uh, obviously with kindness is the the best part, but like also firmness, just be like, no, you know, I'll see you in a month. I don't know how long you've been best friends, probably many years. Um, we can handle a, a, another month or another two months or whatever, whatever it ends up being. I think that you can handle that. And I think too, the past couple of weeks have shown us how serious this is. So I don't, if this guy goes to his friend and is like, listen, I'm not going to partake in that. I don't think that you should either. I'm not doing it to protect my dad, but also myself and other people. I don't appreciate. I Like if he's your best friend, you should be able to be honest with him, right? Like, uh-huh. Yes. Agreed. What you're doing and like flaunting it on social media, not the best look. Oh, gosh. And that's the other thing. I mean, do what you're going to do. Don't post it to social media. Right. Sorry, I, just, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. I I just think people are maybe – 
kind of confused. It's like one thing to be at your family's ranch, your whole family's there. Y'all haven't left. That's one thing, but like mm -hmm. all of you at your individual houses, but then still seeing each other, that's still creating a network of people. Um, and so just come from a place of love. If he's your best friend, just tell him how you actually feel. Like you don't need to come off as, I think one of the other issues with all of this, and I hope that I don't sound like this today is like the people are really taking it as a holier than thou stance. Like mm -hmm. you have people in the camp who aren't taking it seriously. Then the people in the camp who are taking it so seriously, you're like, I don't even want to talk to this person because they won't shut up about like <laughs> washing your hands or whatever. Like we just all need to give each other a little grace. But if he's your best friend, you should be able to like tell him exactly how you feel. And hopefully if he really doesn't understand that, I think in the coming months he probably will. But I, I think to sum it up, um, a lot of people are, you're just probably not going to be able to change his mind just by you doing it and him not. So like you said, just say, I'm not going to partake in this. This is super serious to me. I have people around me that are at high risk and I don't want to be the one that's giving it to them because I can't be a, like away from my best friends for a month. Um, and I hope that you take it seriously too and realize the severity of the situation. I feel like that's how everyone I've known that like, even me, Sally knows all of us at the beginning, we're like, oh, it's whatever. But then each person's going to have to figure it out on their own, how severe it is. And you just hope and pray that he does too. Right. But dear God, if I see one more guy post like a video of them on the lake with seven dudes wakeboarding, <laughs> I'm going to lose it. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yeah. There's just like a collective, like people in different camps. And I agree. Keeping it off social media, like, please just don't show me that you're doing that. Like it just infuriates me and is so I can unfollow you. Right. <laughs> so like, this guy is, is can tell if it's his best friend can say like, by the way, this is not coming off great to the rest of the world right now. Like you don't want to be the idiot who midway through April was still having people over to his house. Like that's just, don't be that person. That's not. Well, yeah. Point. Maybe if he and all the other friends just say no, then then the best friend's not going to have anyone to hang out with. So he's going to be forced to social distance because he doesn't have any friends saying yes to hanging out. So, yeah. Well, here's another fun quarantine question. You guys, I know that Lily and Alyssa and I actually all have <laughs> great experience with this one. Uh, Will with one L here. How do I manage my wife's extreme hatred of me playing call of duty with my boys and at fajita boy swag? <laughs> We've both been working from home. I am set up upstairs and she's set up downstairs. She doesn't like going to bed at different times. And we like to watch shows together after dinner when we're both done with our work for the day. But I got to get my game on with the boys. Help me. <laughs> He's I, got to game I was on. pretty sure that this was Drew writing in under a fake name. Or AKA, AKA, AKA Will because he went by Will when we were secretly dating. I thought this was him in an attempt to be funny. I will answer in that I fully side with the wife on how annoying it is when guys are playing video games all day, especially, I don't know about y'all, but Drew's never been like a huge gamer, like him and Will play FIFA, but he's never been like a Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, blah, blah, blah. I now know all the terms because he's playing it so much. <laughs> in Drew's defense, he was on short-term medical leave and still is until next week. So, and he can't work out. So he has no thing 
like to focus his energy on besides video games. But in our setting, Sally knows this. My house is very small and he is in the background. Like he would be right there and I'm working and it's insanely frustrating. So yes, while I do think that you should be able to play your games and at least y'all are on separate floors, you, you got to give your wife some more attention, <laughs> like six hours, seven hours a day on video games with your boys. It's just so irritating. Can you hear me? Oh, Alyssa was making <laughs> so, sorry. It's fine. Uh, I okay, so I can see both sides of this. So Will plays FIFA and now this F1 game. Uh and he has like it sounds like this guy is like trying to play video games after after he is done Works. working. That's like the time that him and his wife spend together cooking dinner, make, watching shows, all those good things. So I think you this I think the best like compromise of this is to like have him set up a time, maybe an hour, to like let him do his thing and then however much time on the weekend and that be his dedicated, like we're doing our own thing vibe. Because at the same time, like when I'm home as I am today, because I took a day of vacation, like Will and I like I need to let Will do his thing and me do my own thing. Cause if we spend too much time together, we're going to murder each other. And like, you oh, don't I totally agree, but maybe I... have like a time during the day. Like he can go play during y'all's lunch break and you have your own separate time. But I can imagine it's pretty frustrating when like she finally finishes work and it's seven 30 PM and she wants to cook dinner and he's still just playing video games. You gotta, you gotta, Give your wife some attention. But he also is at the whim of other people playing, right? Because I guess if you're playing with your friends or at Fajita Boy Swag, aka that's Dave, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you're depending on them being available to play with, right? I don't I don't know. Right, but Fajita so, Boy Swag should also give his wife attention. So <laughs> they, they should make so, a pack like seven and nine. We're not playing the game. So I have to say, Dave is great about not being on it all day long. He simply is not playing for six or seven hours. He might play for an hour in the afternoon and then like later on in the evening after we've had dinner and we've cleaned it up. So I might not be the best person talk to talk about this because him playing video games doesn't bother me in the slightest. It like, it doesn't, it doesn't irritate me. He's not really doing anything anyway. Like I'm upstairs and I will say we have a pretty good sized house and I'm upstairs um, like, and I can be in our bedroom, like in our, like with the TV up there or with my computer doing whatever, and he can be downstairs. And I, the only time I ever like maybe hear him is like when he yells that like whenever he gets killed or something, but this, <laughs> I, it's like, I don't like, I also, we watch, we have our shows that we watch together. We watch Westworld on Sunday nights. Like we have our time, like our certain, like, you know, hour block or something where we watch a show together and we always eat dinner together. Like he's not like, in front of like the TV trying to eat or anything like while he's playing or anything like that. So I don't feel like if anything, I'm glad he has his thing that he can do. And I have my thing that I can do. Um, this does not, I feel like I'm like just on the other end of, well, I just really I don't gonna care. Say, if, um, I just lost my train of thought because there's squirrels <laughs> outside. Running around. Um, and <laughs> If y'all like to like watch your shows together and stuff, can he, he like do it after 
or when you have something else to do, like if you have a virtual happy hour with your friends or something, maybe talk to her about, hey, are you going to like, do you have anything with your girlfriend set up or an hour? And then that's when he could go play. Did you right. see that that tweet that girl was like, I wish we had something like Xbox that we could just do 24 seven during this quarantine life because yeah. we might not have as many things to do while they play Xbox. I, I think PlayStation open communication and telling her like, even if it's a day-to-day basis, like, Hey, I'm going to play video games from like four to five today. And I know that seems like almost childish. The fact that you have to lay that out, but you also have to remember at this point, you and your wife are living together and now like essentially co-working together, right? Like they probably have different jobs, but they're being forced to work in the same place. So they're now co-workers, even though they're not working for the same company, you're spending a crazy amount of time with one person and you want to strike a balance of like, I love you and we get to hang out all day, but I don't want to murder you. So let's have our separate space. So if you need to like, just lay it out there and say like, I'm going to do this. You do that. I think that that has helped Will and I like separate our time is like, okay, we, we came to this decision a couple days ago, like after five or six between that time, like depending on how busy each person is that day, like no work, no, whatever. We're going to hang out unless we have like a happy hour or whatever. And we're going to like spend time together. And that changes every day based on what we have going on. But like we have carved out that time. So carve out your own self-care time or your video game time. Tell her that you're going to do it and try not to be playing for seven hours a day. If you want to, that's your prerogative. I just, (laughs) girls don't understand that. Drew also plays while I'm working out. So, and I'm sure Will plays while Sally's pelotoning. So that's another, that's another good hour that they can have that we have something to do that they can play. Yeah. Or as Drew says, I got to save the world. So (laughs) I got to get back on. My friends are waiting on me. I'm like, okay, this has gone too far. My friends are waiting. Yeah. He, he's like upgraded his features where he like, you know, hears the footsteps and stuff and is always talking about it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is, that's not real life. Things have well, gone weird. I oh. apologize if Fajita Boy swag has brought any turmoil into your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's already been there. I, actually, after the happy hour at Circling, the Circling Back happy hour the other day, he was like, oh, yes, Dave has Call of Duty. Really got to get on that. We're, we're setting up the time to play. They were texting. I was like, oh, goody. Another person oh, to save the world with. Jeez. All right. Here's a good question. Actually, two questions. How would you celebrate a birthday during quarantine? Lily, I know that you have some experience with this. And also, how would you celebrate an anniversary? Mm-mm. Well, mm-hmm. For the birthday situation, Drew had his 30th birthday, March 15th. So actually quarantine was just starting um, and we had planned something. Well, I'll say it, a surprise party for him, <laughs> which was supposed to be last week. And I, I just moved it to more of like a Drew's getting back in the game as well from his injuries party. And then I was not going to tell him at all. And Sally, the girls ruined it they were like sorry we couldn't have your surprise party my nieces so that got ruined I was really thinking I was gonna have a double whammy surprise situation but so I hadn't planned anything but I I have seen a bunch of people because I was still planning to have the party but I've seen a bunch of people do like zoom happy hours or um 
one of my other girlfriends had a 30th birthday and her fiance planned like a surprise Zoom happy hour. So they thought it was just going to be her parents that live in Florida and it was all their friends when she got on, which I think can be fun. It stinks because like 30 is a big one. So when you miss that, it seems like really a bummer. Yeah. But, you know, at least it's just a birthday. It's like a yearly thing. So you just can go double hard next year or move it out to later if you want to really celebrate it another time. But I've, I've seen people have canceled trips and stuff too, which just stinks. But I think all you can do is do a happy video happy hour and chalk it get, up as a loss. Get take out from your favorite restaurant that you would normally go to. Like, you know, Micah got Caitlin Uchi the other day for the, their anniversary. And you can still make it special, like have a date night. I've seen some really hilarious like stuff on Instagram of people like making menus and stuff, like setting up candles and having like a full mm -hmm. on date night. Or I've seen people like decorate the, like go over and decorate their outside window or something, you know, so that they still see something like people cared, you know, that was for a yeah. child, but it's <laughs> so, still so cute. There so there wasn't any interaction, but they decorated it from the outside. Cause it does kind of stink. I ordered tiffs for one of my friends to just be delivered to her house yeah. so that you yeah. still feel like people care about you. Yeah. Luckily <laughs> it's, it's nice that we have delivery workers still like that are so awesome to be bringing things to people's houses. I think exactly what Sally said, like find your favorite restaurant, like for your anniversary that y'all would like to go to and see if they're delivering. Um, or maybe you could pick up takeout or something and just try to make it special. Um, spend some time together. <laughs> If you're not yeah. already, <laughs> it, it's, it's not sucks. great. It also like, I think the best attitude to have is like, we're going to make the best of what we can. And when we are on the other side of this, we can celebrate doubly. Like yeah. Lily said, like I can, you know, no one's going to be like, Oh, how dare she have a blowout 31st birthday party for Drew. <laughs> like yeah. you're making a birthday get party. You, you know, yeah. look at the celebrate Maybe we do it in June, you know? Yeah. Maybe we don't, maybe I'm we don't even wait on Drew's party. More of an excuse. Like now at this point, I'm like, well, people are definitely going to want to party, not for his birthday, but just because everyone's going to want to see someone again. <laughs> so we're Seriously. all going to, it'll be also a party for everyone to just get to see their friends for the first time in months. Yeah. I'll just it'll say be even this better. now. Happy birthday to everyone with March birthdays. I'm sorry you had to go through it with this and April. We will make up for it. On your half birthday. Exactly. Cheers to you. Cheers. Sally, Sally how and, and Will, how glad are y'all that <laughs> y'all's wedding was February 23rd? Oh wow. gosh, the weekend That's before. Cool. Seriously. I feel bad. Like, I almost feel bad about how happy I am that we did it because I, I feel know. so badly for people that I'm... are being like, that have to go through this right now. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel awful for anybody having to do it. And I could, but I could not be happier that we got to have a ceremony with actual people and like, oh, I just couldn't be happier about it. I, I will say though, like I, I'm really happy because I think ours was in August and I now think that that's like on the cusp for people, you know, like I, I think, well, June's really on the cusp. August probably would have been safe, but it would have been hard to go through all this uncertainty, but I also think people who are having to go through that right now, rescheduling stuff, like think about it like this, exactly what Lily just said. Like all of us are so pumped to leave our house and celebrate. Like no one's going to turn you down to like go somewhere in October. They're going to be like, hell yeah, I'll be there. Like 
<laughs> like no one's going to be like, oh, we can't go. Like I, I'm going to start saying yes to every invitation as I've been flaky in the past. I will start being very proud. I also saw someone post like, oh no, I'm going to have no reason or like all those things I said I never had time to do and then I still didn't do them. Now I have no excuse. <laughs> Okay, uh, two more questions. This one is about long distance relationships. I'm in a three. I'm three months into a long distance relationship. We're nine hours apart. We saw each other a ton in February and supposed to hang out this weekend for the first time in a month. Obviously, that couldn't happen because of COVID. Now we're probably not going to see each other again until early May. It blows. Do you have any tips, tricks, so that I don't lose my sanity? You can only FaceTime and tell each other what you did around the apartment so much, you know. Uh, I have great experience with this. I have said, I think last week actually, but several times since this all started that Will and I were not quarantined when we met each other, but we were living across the country from each other in Michigan and Texas and had no plans to see each other or ever meet and basically got to know each other that way. Uh, three months in is still pretty fresh. Like you don't know everything about the person yet. And I think that this is a great time to really like make or break your relationship. And you can really lay down a very strong foundation. Even if you've already, you know, if you're just starting out or you're years into your relationship, like this is a great time to get to know somebody very well, like spend hours a day talking to them. Will and I would FaceTime for like two hours a night and then like talk on the phone for hours and text all day long. When y'all had never met, you can find something to talk about. Yeah. Like we talked about the dumbest things, like what our, you know, favorite, you know, burger toppings were to like what our siblings were like and all of those things in between. So yeah, you don't have like the everyday stuff to talk about because you're not going out and doing anything. There's not sports. There's not things like that. You're literally sitting at your house moving from room to room, but you also have a lifetime of experience to share with somebody else. Like you can talk about the past and what you think about for the future and all of those things. And it, I know that the toll that it takes on somebody being physically apart. Like I remember towards the end of probably the when I were getting to know each other, just like the ache that you have to like be near somebody that part sucks. And I think hopefully at the end of April, like they will be able to see each other and reunite, but take this time, like the next month to really just like put in the work and see if this is like worth it. Because I think this is really going to make people decide whether or not like their relationship, especially if you're long distance is like worth being together for worth moving for all of those things, you know? Very well said, Sally. I couldn't agree with you more. It honestly might be to your advantage that y'all haven't been together that long because you're still, when you're at the beginning of a relationship with someone, you are still figuring out so much about them. And if you haven't known them that long, there's so much to learn. And, um, there, the conversation can go anywhere, kind of like what you said about like burger toppings and things like that. There's a, a lot to find out about someone. And, that, but it does really, it, we all need that human connection and like, just like human touch and being with people. It's what makes us human. And when you lose that, that is really tough, but I think it could be like a defining moment for your relationship and trying to work through that. And it'll be something that 
oh man, we got together during COVID and like, it yeah. can be, it That's can be a story. story about your relationship and, um, it can really, you know, it can be make the, I know it's not, it's easier said than done, but try to make the most of it. Um, and you can honestly build a lot of intimacy, I think right now, even though you're not right. together with one another, but building, building that intimacy through conversation, I think is like, honestly, one of my favorite parts of a relationship. Is that code for phone sex, Alyssa? <laughs> That's code for phone sex. <laughs> I also have a great idea. You should listen to all the mail-ins and go write down all the bonus questions and you can ask yes. them to each other. That's <laughs> a great idea. To do, um, thanks for the free promo for the pod, Lily. Uh, <laughs> another great thing that Will and I did actually, and I really liked is, I think there's a New York Times, like 36 questions you need to ask somebody before like, marrying them. It's not marrying them. It's something like it's 36 questions. Um, I have actually done it. Will and I have done it and I've done it with like a couple of friends. It's just like a great way to just talk to somebody. Um, they start off like really superficial and it's like, would you rather this or that? Or do you like this or this more? And then they get a lot more deep. It's like, you know, name three guests that you would, you know, take to a dinner dead or alive and who would they be? And so it really forces you to think like in depth. And so you can start off at like the superficial part. And this goes for anybody who's dating and hasn't done it. It's like a great way to get to know somebody or form more intimacy with them. So maybe our next uh, episode should be asking each other those questions. Yeah, we can <laughs> ask each other all the questions. Okay. Last question. Um, I'm at the time in my life where all my friends are trying to flex on their charcuterie making chops, but the end result is almost some, almost always some played out version of the same one. Everyone uses princes, brie, salami, Iberico, fig jam, etc. What are some high risk, high reward tips from the pro herself? I should be in, experimenting with come end of quarantine. Love the pod. Thanks. Um, so I, I posted a quarantine cheese board like a week ago or what felt like a week ago. It could have been yesterday. Who knows at this point uh, that was just like literally cheese and meat on a plate that I didn't even attempt to like make it look good. Cause at that point it was literally just a vehicle of like food into my mouth. Like I didn't care, but still look good. It's, it was tasted great. It's going to be a little harder if you're not trying, I mean, the grocery stores are still open, so you can still like get some charcuterie cheese meat board accoutrements, if you will. Uh, <laughs> accoutrements. Accoutrements. Was a, a Lily suggestion that was actually, we had a couple times in Breck, is the goat cheese. It's just normal goat cheese. And then the um, hot chili crunch oil from uh trader joe's and you mix them together and it like absolutely spicy goat cheese like paste Egg. almost like yeah chili. delightful uh another sally knows this another trader joe's find game changer you cannot have a cheeseburger without it is the hot pepper jelly jam mm. i'm sure other places have it but trader joe's is, is phenomenal I I think with any type of cooter, you want to have mixed. <laughs> not call it a cooter. No, oh my man. god! I, no, do. Well, you know we're cooting it up, and then it's going. No, stop saying cooter. 
I think with any cooter, you got to have mixed textures. So you want to obviously have the cheese and the crackers. That's where you want to start to get a little fancy with the textures. So make your own goat cheese oil stuff dip. Have some jelly. Have some almonds. Have some mustard seed. You really want to mix the texture. You don't just want cheese and crackers. Am I right? Yeah. Whole grain mustard, I feel like, is, is a good touch. Mustard seeds. I think uh, quarantine is just all of charcuterie. All of this is great. The, the, the thing is, at this point, there's nothing like unexpected you're going to come up with where people are going to be like, wow, that's novel on a charcuterie board. <laughs> but it's how you mix things up. You know, it's the presentation. I think fruit is always a nice unexpected touch, like grapes or like wedges of oranges or like any strawberries even. That's always nice. Like just a lot of variety, I think, and the presentation are what makes for a good board. In my yeah, opinion. you want to have some sweet, some salt, some spicy. I also will say a high risk but high reward is maybe throw a baked type of cheese in there. Put put some croissant rolls yeah. around a brie and put it in the oven. That's, yes, that is dedication. Yeah, this all what sounds real good. Uh, June's does broiled brie, right? Are they doing broiled brie? They do a broiled brie. Yeah, it's delightful. You can order it to go if you're in the Austin, Texas area and bring it to your place and broil it yourself. Maybe we should get that tonight. Oh, wow. And put that on a cheese board and play it off like you made it yourself. Nice yeah, move, Will. Support local businesses. I think that we could do it much cheaper than what we would get it there. And so I think we would be better off spending our money there on some other food items. Wow, thanks <laughs> for the take, Will. Okay. Thank you for the tip. Not spons. Uh. What's your favorite charcuterie board addition? Like, what do you always go for? It can be basic. Mine's the pepper jelly jam. I mean, you put that on any type of cheese and cracker and you are in for a treat. I think you I can like, agree, Sally. Yeah, I really like that too, Lily. Something else that I really like to put on is a honey. I know that's yeah. kind of basic, Ooh. but I love honey. Because it's good Especially on meat. Like the honeycomb, the, like actual honeycomb. It's like a little crunchy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a high risk, high reward. I love that's honey. a good one. Uh, Will and I actually, this is some free spawn for American Spoon, Michigan made. Uh, it's like a preserves company that we always use this um, apple onion jam, but they made this portobello mushroom jam that we had the other day. It was so good. Like all of their stuff is amazing. It's like we always get it as gifts from Will's parents. And so this year we got like what we normally do. They have like a pepper jelly thing too. That's a lot spicier than the Trader Joe's one, but uh, the portobello relish or whatever it was called was so good and very unexpected. Well, very is this from that same place where you get the uh, French onion mixed up? Cause that is a delight. You should send that out to the fans. Was it Sally? No, I wasn't paying attention. I was reading this about mix uh, <laughs> is from a different place. Oh yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's I was going to say, and don't feel free. It doesn't have to be like, like you could do some French onion dip and chips as part of your charcuterie board. There are no rules. You can have whatever you could put spinach or artichoke dip on there if you want to and really mix it up. It can, it's just more of an appetizer tray at that point, but it's still a nice surprise. <laughs> what, about going, what about just going to a uh, like the the section of the grocery store that has all the olives and pickled vegetables and things like that and just going crazy? I think that's oh, a great yeah. 
Mm. That's gonna mm. that's gonna slice off your board every single time, and you can usually get away with getting out of there pretty cheap if you are frugal about what you get. I love a right. pickled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the little pickles baby. that they've got at at June's. Oof, cornichons. Oh, the cornichons. Yes, cornichons. Oh. I think one more thing to say is when you're picking the cheeses, the reason that everyone ends up with the same ones is because you should go in there thinking like, okay, I'm going to get a creamy one. I'll get more of like a, you know, hard kind of cheddar or something. So do that, but just do it with different ones. So creamy rather than get brie, maybe get the goat cheese and try the onion. I mean the oil. Go blue, go crazy. That's go very blue. Sally is a big fan of getting regular old cheeses like sharp, but like fun ones like caramelized onion, sharp cheddar, because then no one's doing that. So you're getting all different flavors. It's a great mix. Sally knows cheese boards. So I would take that recommendation and run with it. Uh, do we have any bonus questions? I I do have a bonus question. Um, let me pull. I also okay, are you guys ready? Question. You go first, yeah. Alyssa. Okay. If you had to get rid of a body... Which member of Washed Media would you call to help you? And you can't choose your husband. Uh, who? Wow. Who all are we counting as the members? The four? We're counting Dave, Dylan, Will, and uh, I'm going to include Brett too. And, and Randy now. Randy, human yeah. Randy. Human Rand. Okay. I don't really know human Rand personally, so I'm probably going to not call him because he would think I'm a psycho. <laughs> He's going to turn you in. Oh, this is so tough. I to say Dylan, because I think that one, I, I think that he could lift the weight, but two, I also think that I could terrify him into not ratting me out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that I could like be like, listen, if you rat me out, I'm going to ruin your life. And I think that he would believe me, <laughs> you know, that's okay. I was going to say, I'm definitely not picking Will. I was going to pick Will actually first. Cause you know, we've got the family thing happening. I feel like he would have my back, but also Will gets very anxious pretty quickly. So like every move we'd make, he'd be like, Oh my God, we're going to get caught. <laughs> if we go down for this, you don't want me to go down too. You don't want another family member. That's to go true. Down. That's true. Yeah. I honestly think sneakily Brett may have some like Brett things under his, like in his up his sleeve that would, that would be like some good ideas and things I, I wouldn't think of. Feel like Brett might have good ideas about where to take the body. Like, well, like, and maybe uh, what to do with it. Also, maybe he's watched some shows. Sorry. <laughs> also, he's maybe watched a lot of shows with some like options for what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like all your answers. Uh, oh, do I get to answer this? Pick. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent. Brett, are you listening? I'm a hundred percent calling you if I need to get rid of a body. I think that he would handle this better than the other the other four. I don't know Randy as well. I, again, I probably would definitely not call him to uh, help me with a body because he would turn me in. Uh I feel like Will would be extremely nervous and be like, uh, no, we, we can't do this. So everything's going to go wrong. Like we, there, there's too many things. There's too many things that could go wrong. But I feel like if I called, if I called Brett, I feel like he would be calm in this crisis. I think that he would have some ideas and, and he's, he's a big, bigger guy, like to 
I think he could help me move a body if I needed to. He could help me roll him up into something. Uh, help me find a lake. I don't know. Trusting Dave to do this. Uh, I was going to say, Dave might have a, a couple qualities that w- would be helpful, but I also think he'd keep making jokes and it would make me uncomfortable. <laughs> like, about I think the body. I'm not choosing Dave is because I think he brings it up afterwards, like constantly to me. And I'm like, shut oh, up. Okay, but like, as an inside joke, like, that's right now. I don't want to talk about the body we buried together. Can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's doing it in a like, secret way that's not secret. He's like, hey, Sal, remember that one time, uh, wink, wink, that we uh, you know, though, did that thing with the body? You know I feel like I mean? Dave, Dave would be very good at like not leaving, leaving any like DNA evidence behind. Yeah. He's already great at like not like really touching things. Like, like, like I feel like he'd have the appropriate things available to um to get away with it. I do think he's a sneaky, uh, a, a, a sneaky front runner in this category. Um, I think Dave would be very efficient at doing it. I have no issues with him actually getting rid of the body and making sure there's no trace left behind, but I think yeah. the guilt would eat him alive and he would end up turning himself in down the line. Uh, yeah. I think Brett, the man has a guilty conscience <laughs> from an outsider looking in. I think Brett's a great choice. Uh, Brett's been working for us for, I'm not sure how long now months. And I've asked Brett to do numerous things and he has never once said no or shown like <laughs> shown, like he's always enthusiastic to do it and he's like yeah let's do it let's do it right now all right let's like he's always eager so like he would definitely do a good job wow all right put that I think resume is- enthusiastic you know, we're calling you <laughs> okay uh, i have a couple so i'm trying to decide which of the few i should ask oh this is tough just ask one and save one for the next time you're on. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Tall keeps barking in the background. Um, okay. If you had a reality show about your life, what would the theme song of it be? Oh. oh. <laughs> Will, I'd like you to answer this one as well. Uh, Do you really? I do not. So oh, man. Give me a moment to think. <laughs> I wanted to see, you know, maybe I'll get the ideas flowing. Let's let me think. Uh, hold on. I got to look up the title. Sally, yours and Will, I, you can't do the rest is still unwritten since that was our theme song of wedding weekend. Uh, you know what it is? <laughs> I don't know why this is sticking out in my head at all, but it's going to be when I grow up by the pussycat dolls. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding? Will, get that on the track, it's please. Very Kardashian-esque. When I grow up, I want to be famous, I want to be a star, I want to be in good. movies. Yeah. A, they, you would you be like like trotting you know, down the street yeah. in heels With like in the opening and scene? Like Rosie and like having a wind cam on my hair. Very similar to Laguna Beach with like the turnaround pose with your name underneath. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I work from home by the Pussycat Dolls since that's pretty much what I do all the time anyway. Work from Honestly, home. work from home is a good yeah, one. It's Fifth Harmony. You're right. That should be the, uh, the theme song of this specific episode. I feel uh, like okay. it's the, uh, not the, the Coors Twins uh, theme song from that, that commercial. Or that's what David The wanted. what? Isn't that Coors? Well... 
Yeah, that that commercial, Lily, you're too young for it. Alyssa, you know what I'm talking about. The chorus commercial with the twins. <sighs> I can't think of what you're talking about right now. Okay. It's <laughs> circling back. The twins thing that Dave always says, but never mind. Uh, Lily, what would yours be? Well, I'm going to obviously have to choose something Bieber related. So maybe yummy. <laughs> I was sort of thinking along the lines of Bieber too. I I don't think it'd be really yummy. That was a joke. But some type of Bieber song, probably what, an oldie. What is your reality show about? Just about your life. Yeah, but like, what's the drama in your reality show? Mine? Yeah. Uh, well, mine would probably be a family-oriented reality show. Yeah. Because that's like the most drama we have is that there's five of us. I'm just going to have yeah. some blaring. So maybe like, I don't care when I'm with my baby. <laughs> oh, okay. I, or where I, are you now? That's a pretty good one. A little aggressive for a reality show intro, but whatever. I, I don't know. I, I need more. I need more time. I need to prep this. I just blanked on everything. Uh, I asked Dave and we'll, we'll, we'll come back. I know. I know Wales. I just found it. What do you mean by Justin Bieber? (laughs) Okay. It's on my spin mix. And so I've been listening to it a lot lately and I have to admit it still goes. Yeah. Still goes. Maybe Paris. Yeah. song Really gets you on beat and you don't realize you start doing it and you're like, Oh my God, I'm so in sync with myself right now. Mine is just like, Love Island theme <laughs> repurposed for myself. Honestly, right. what do you mean is a great one for everyone? Because it's got that beginning of the part that's like, boop, 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 boop. That was not very good. <laughs> yeah. But that could be like the intro where the you know title comes up. So like it'd be pretty good. Okay, you guys. Did y'all have fun? So much fun. Such a it was great seeing you guys virtually. I know. I miss you guys. Well, everyone, remember to subscribe, rate five stars, review, and tell a friend about the podcast. The hotline number is 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. You can also write in a question to the link in the Twitter bio or the Instagram at mail in podcast. Do y'all want to drop your ads real fast? And you on the group. Oh, uh, <laughs> at Alyssa.ruff on Instagram. I love a good uh, follow. At Lil Betch, B-O-E-T-T-C-H. Okay, guys, this was fun. I'm going to go make a margarita for myself, I think. Wow, going ham. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah, yeah it's going to be make great. Make you a quarantini. A quarantini. Okay, I love y'all. Love Peace you. Love. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.